Welcome to Do the Hard Thing, episode 13. I'm Jason Archer, creator, freedom seeker, leader of self, full-time student, and part-time teacher of self-mastery. And today's theme is, honestly, assess yourself. So turn up the volume, put down the distractions, and let's kick this off. Now, have you ever started down a path that you felt held a great deal of meaning for you, and then for whatever reason, you couldn't move toward the outcome you wanted to create? Whether it was a mental, physical, or spiritual target you saw, it didn't matter. There was some part of you that refused to move. This podcast is born out of that specific idea. Do the Hard Thing is an exploration in human movement. So I'm back after a short hiatus. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, the Queen and I hit a target of acquiring a new home and a new cash flow rental property coming into this last quarter. And honestly, the workload getting moved and reset was incredibly higher than anyone expected. Coupled with that, the fact that it took nearly two weeks just to get internet access set up at the new pad and another week or so to get the office set up, I missed about four weeks worth of episodes and now I'm in debt to myself and to you guys on this particular venture since my commitment, again, was to have new content coming your way every Monday of each new week. However, I failed miserably, miserably, I should say, over the last month this is my honest assessment of myself during that time period. So some people, you know, when I tell them the story, they're going to look at the situation, the move, the lack of the Internet, the lack of an office, and all the time it went into getting useful space set up. And they're going to say, well, you know, really, you can't really count this as a fail because, hey, just look at the circumstances. You know, they were less than ideal. And of course, you know, you're right. Circumstances were largely and still remain largely less than ideal since the house is completely ripped apart and, and mid-remodel. But the question is, does that let me off the hook? I mean, does it give me the hall pass? Does it give me cause to break my commitment to myself and to you by your estimation of the facts? Now, of course, most people, you of course, I'm, I'm sure, being nice people, will most likely say, yeah, you know, shit happens, brother. You weren't able to get it done, no worries. However, I would have to disagree and say emphatically, no. So in looking at the situation, why might you say yes and I say no? It just simply comes down to how we assess my performance. So if you said yes, what you're really saying in my mind is that the story I gave you about why I didn't get the last four episodes completed is just as valuable as the result I claimed to want to create. Yet when I look at that story, and I see the lack of results I created by missing those four weeks of episodes, what I'm doing is I'm valuing the results over the story about why it didn't get done. And then this way, I grow. However, many people in our lives, relationships, business partners, families, you know, close relationships and friends, have decided to believe that if someone comes to us with a, quote, really good story or a really good reason, as to why they didn't get something done, that they've earned a pass. They should get credit, or at least partial credit, based on the quality of the story that they can tell us about how and why they didn't perform. And what ha ends up happening is the focus becomes the bullshit story about failure, and they tell you it's okay that you didn't perform because, hey, you know, you had a really good reason, or you had it tough, or, you know, things just didn't work out rather than just looking at the results, which are always going to be black and white. Now, when we start examining that thin gray line between and justifying failure, we open ourselves up to an infinite number of ways to excuse our lack of achievement. 
However, if we are truly to master ourselves, the way we show up in the world can't be solely based on circumstance. Will there be circumstances that impede you or cause you to miss deadlines or commitments? Yeah, of course, absolutely. That's just life that's going to happen. However, it seems that the vast majority of people who live in the land of excuses seldom really have a good reason as to why their particular circumstances actually prevented the outcome they had committed themselves to hitting. So to be honest and forthright, I count myself among that group in this case. The reality is I have three or four cell phones, two of which I use regularly for media and recording, so it was possible for me to get the work done. It was just really, really inconvenient. So what I did was I used inconvenience and worry over the tasks needing completion in the house to take me off my game. I chose to act like that child who refuses to go to bed without his blankie. You know, his circumstances are different. It's a way of demanding that everything line up perfectly or else. It's waiting for all the red lights to turn green before going into town. And if it doesn't give, if, and if it doesn't, I give myself a pass, even though I had the means, you know, to make it happen in the first place. You know, just like that kid whose bed is warm and waiting for him, but he refuses to go down because his circumstances look different. He sabotages himself. He deprives himself of sleep with his bed empty and waiting for him in his room. So the question is, how many times are commitments broken because circumstances change? And more importantly, how many times do we let people off the hook because they deliver up a good story, at least in their eyes, as to why they didn't keep their commitment to us, right? When we're dealing with people who are committed to their growth and their vision, we don't do them any favors by allowing them to slide. It's not a kindness. And people think it's a kindness to overlook the bullshit stories or to, or, or to accept those bullshit stories instead of the results, but it's not. Especially when you're dealing with someone who wants to expand their capabilities. Now, everyone has heard of holding people accountable, but what about holding people capable? of not only accomplishing what they said they want to set out to accomplish, but for being able to weather the criticism they earn when the commitments are broken and for creating a path for rectifying the miss. So if I break a commitment, what I'm saying to the people in my circle is that you have my permission to rail on me and I'm not going to get permanently pissed off and upset. You're sure I'm going to have an emotional reaction up front. However, I've given them permission to mirror back to me the behavior that I want to change. And the reason I do this is because when I give a narrative instead of results, what I'm really doing is I'm seeking to protect myself by looking good. I want to look good in other people's eyes. I'm offering up an excuse so they won't think bad of me. And that's no way to go through life, right? So for you, maybe it's about being right, or maybe it's about not being wrong. It's going to vary depending on your personality and how you show up in the world. But I promise you this, I know now that when I show up with excuses or stories, rather than the results I claimed I wanted to create, I lose face. I bleed power and influence, period. And you do too. Power comes from knowing that no matter which way I perform, I own that result. I own the win, I own the loss, that I'm an agent unto myself. Blaming circumstances, for example, kills any opportunity you have to have that experience. You don't get the opportunity to look inside yourself and check in with what the real problem is. But that's where you have to start, inside yourself, that introspection. All the answers as to why we do what we do lie there. You know, that phrase, that ever, ever so popular and 
well-known phrase, know thyself. It's probably one of the most underrated expressions in the world, but one that you can use to your advantage if you're serious about your life. For example, I know a great deal about me, and one of the things that I know about me is that I am not Johnny follow-through. Not that I don't follow through, but it's not my forte. I don't live in that world. I live in the world of the creative and the world of vision. However, without execution, those two things don't matter. You know, if you don't execute on your creativity or if you don't execute toward your vision, what are you really doing? It's just mental masturbation. So it's just fuzzy thought, pretty words, nobody cares. So for me, I need the freedom of systems to keep me on track. I need the freedom of the discipline to keep me on track. So here's one you can try. So in my gym business at CrossFit North Phoenix, I recently chose into a policy that states the following. If a commitment is broken, it's going to cost you 100 bucks. For every day it remains broken is another 25 Now, you can play this game with anyone around any commitment or action, and you can make the consequences whatever you want. Maybe you want your best friend you know, to wash his car in his underwear on a cold day or something like that. It doesn't really matter. The commitment and the consequence just needs to be there. And what's going to happen is you're going to learn really quick who's serious, who likes to make up excuses to not pay up, to welch on what they said they were going to do, and who outright quits because the stakes are too high and they're unwilling to be capable and accountable to something they chose into in the first place, right? When someone makes a commitment with you, they're choosing into an agreement with you. You're not forcing them in. Right, So if they break that, it's on them. right? So where do you fall with all this? What is the one area of your life where you're failing to meet your commitments or obligations that you can immediately identify and start the process of correcting? How much better would you feel about yourself if you knew that you could trust yourself to follow through? You trusting you. That is the beginning of confidence. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you found value in this message, be sure and share it up. Subscribe on iTunes, Google CastBox, or Stitcher. Get it out to the people you know need to hear it on social, and I'll see you back here in the next episode. Until then, this is Jason Archer signing off. Now go and do the hard thing.